Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk about Game of Thrones over breakfast, and I try desperately and stupidly to make each intro slightly different uh, and mostly just kind of sound like an idiot. Uh, but we are here, Tony Hans and Jeremy, to chit chat a little bit today about season five, episode four, Sons of the Harpy and Cranberry Baby. <laughs> Welcome, boys. What's up? What's up? Lovely little uh, Wednesday. Thursday. Uh, it's Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday. I know it's rough. It's so early and we're recording this. <laughs> Over breakfast. Like Over breakfast. Three in the morning. Before <laughs> I can get it edited and posted on time. <laughs> before we all go to work. Yeah. And now we have you, to have our scones. <laughs> Yes, indeed. And uh, again, today's cranberry. I can't wait to hear about that. But in the meantime, we do have uh, we we do have to talk about Game of Thrones. It's kind of the entry fee to the scone conversation. And uh, in case you need a little reminder, I have a very short plot here. Are there any uh, any suggestions? Any more nice multiple choice yeah, possibilities yeah, I'll, for I'll, me? I'll tack on the multiple choice for you. Would you like a Sean Connery? <laughs> right. <laughs> I can guess who B is going to be. B, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> or C, our wild card, mm. Alan Rickman, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I, I'll, I, in honor of the, the lovely man's life, I'll, I'll give Adam Alan, <laughs> Alan Rickman. A shot here. Sure, yeah. Yeah, play it out. Alan. Alan, Alan Rickman. <laughs> I must have to take my headphones off for this because I can't hear myself enough. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Season five, episode four, Sons of the Harpy. Terrible. <clears throat> the faith militant grows increasingly aggressive. <laughs> Jamie and Bron head south. Elaria and the Sand Snakes vow vengeance. <laughs> Worth Mr. It. Potter. <laughs> That's all I got. All I uh, all I got. Oh, may he rest in peace. Rest rest in peace. Professor Snape. Uh, he was Marvin. Good. He was Marvin good the, the whole android. time. Who knew? He was good the whole time. Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> We're not here uh, to talk Harry Potter. This is not a. Uh, this is not a uh, Pottercast. Wizard and <laughs> Schnitzel. <laughs> no, that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> uh, Muggle and fudge <laughs> Not great. This is Thrones and Scones, bitch! And uh, we're here with the Thrones, Sons of the Harpy. Guys, let's jump right into this. We have Dilly Dally the last couple episodes. I want to hear what you like, what you don't. Whoever would like to start. Jeremy. All right, so I will start with um, the Sand Snakes. Um, uh, Oberon's Daughters. Uh they uh they made this enjoyable for me they're all hot um uh, they're kind of badasses uh the youngest one um i can't remember her name 
Um, but anyway, I don't know. Yeah, she's hot. She's the hottest out of all of them. Um, I enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed the fact that, you know, we see, um, is it a lot? Elria? Elria? Elria. Elria. Bing! Elria. Um, kind of plotting, which is enjoyable. Um, you know, I get where she's driven in the sense of getting revenge. Um, and it's, it's good. It's a, it's kind of disappointing how it ends, but overall I enjoyed that part a lot. Um, and the other thing I would say is now we have Tyrion with Jorah, which is another really good kind of like, um, banter with them because Tyrion almost immediately recognizes who Jorah is. Yeah. Yeah. Another which is, instance of world's greatest which detective. Which is like, yes, world's greatest detective, and that was kind of my direction I was going with that. So, Which doesn't really I mean, I fit. It, yeah, because... it is pretty specific. Yeah. The situation that he's in. And I don't not buy it, you know, to the level of Catelyn Stark's crazy shenanigans number of seasons back, but uh, it just it, it was very fast. And yeah. let's be honest, the worst part was when Melisandre said, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, I thought that was funny. Uh, I don't know why she would know that. She would. So fuck that uh, shit. <laughs> like, she doesn't hear things in the flames. R.I.P. Egret, I got you. Uh, but I love John's face in that scene. Yeah. It's pretty good. I don't understand. So something I've never picked up on before. Does Melisandre know about John's parentage? Like, why is she trying to fuck him? Yeah. I, she. Is it a king's blood thing? I don't know. I mean, I, obviously she sees, I just took it as she sees like power in him or she sees something in him, but I guess I don't know what she sees or how she would see it or how, yeah. But like in, uh, to that other point too, like how does she know the whole, you don't, you know, nothing Jon Snow thing. I don't know. seems weird. It does seem weird. Um, and that could be, maybe she heard it from some, you know, Tormund's around. There's probably a couple other wildlings unnamed who are around. Maybe they said something, but. I mean, I, th- I got to think that she thinks that she was brought there by, you know, and for the Chosen One, thinking it was Stannis, and then now realizing with Jon Snow that, that he is the Chosen One, so that's where she's like, oh, no, no. No. All, all, no? That's not in her head yet. Really? Or... Yeah, really, because uh, why? If if that was, why on earth would she do the things that she does in a few episodes? Yeah, yeah, it's no, very true. Or you're right. The old creepy bag just thinks he's hot. Which hey, what do you mean? Old? She's a young beauty. Oh, she sorry. is a beauty. <laughs> yeah, those are those are high shelf nipples. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I yeah, oh, the kids can't get to them. You you must be this tall <laughs> you to, be ride, this to ride this to ride this. Sean's like, I am this tall. Yeah, I don't... Uh, there was some weird moments with that. Again, as I already spoiled a little bit in the last episode, Cersei makes the biggest, stupidest mistake that she's ever going to make in the show in this episode. And it's so obvious, and it's, it just seems so uncharacteristic of her. So maybe she's just desperate. I don't know. Um, if arming the Faith Militant. Ugh, writing on the wall. It's painful. It's painful. I mean, especially um, if she wants, like... If she wants control of, or there to be like another army kind of that she feels like she control, why not just have Tommen give her an army that she can control to do these things? Why give it to, you know, essentially the the zealous leader, if you will? 
Well, I think her idea is that her and Marjorie are basically vying for control over the kingdom via Tommen. And so if she can subvert that in a way, then mm-hmm. she would have the upper hand. Yeah, and yeah. I think she was also kind of like, she doesn't want, she wants to kind of play innocent too, right? She want, if, if she was just mm. telling an army to do something, then it's obvious that it, she's the one doing it. And then that would make Tommen more upset because he's asking her not to. But then when she does it through the high sparrows, she can kind of say like, oh, well, I didn't do it. You know, it's not me that's doing this. And then yeah. she kind of has that 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 excuse or that that yeah. out. I think that's kind of how she, I think that's kind of her scheme and why she thinks why she probably thinks she's being so smart and obviously yeah. being just very dumb. If there was uh, speaking of Tom in here, if there was any happy ending to this series, I would just like it to be not ruling. I don't want them on the Iron Throne because it's just too stressful for them. But maybe just on an island somewhere with a few kids and some goats and some llamas to raise. <laughs> I just want to see Tom and, and Shireen marry and just be pure cinnamon rolls together and uh, just not have to worry about the problems of the world. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, just some beautiful, Just some beautiful bliss there. I don't know. How old How's is Shireen in the book? I don't remember that. I'm not sure. I think it's probably of a similar age similar to where age. she is at in the show. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to remember um, that. Maybe a little younger. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I know she's a child. Know. when. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely definitely a little one. I also have a note here that says, uh, Mace Tyrell is basically just every sitcom dad, but just thrown into the darkest show on television. <laughs> Like he comes in and he's like, uh, he's like, uh, oh, well, the Tyrells could uh, could foot the bill and the crown would repay us, or I'd have some words with my daughter. <laughs> and like everyone's like, people are dying. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I dislike his character so much. Like he's just kind of odd, stupid comic relief, but I I I just do harbor hatred for him. It, maybe it's. You know, I've got too much Cersei in me. I don't know. I was going to say, so what, Hans, what was your favorite part? Oh, my favorite part of this ep. Oh, no, duh. I did write this down. Uh, my favorite part of this ep, without a doubt, yeah, is Barristan laying down the moves. It is my favorite and my least favorite part about this episode, actually. Mm-hmm. Because finally, we get to see Barristan sell me in action. Yeah. And finally. it's impressive. It yeah. is. Uh, he's He's got some sweet move. Come, the Sons of the Harpy out in full force, attacking the Unsullied. Grey Worm, very poorly wounded, for all we know, perhaps dead. Mm-hmm. Barristan kicking some ass, taking out all the guys, very badly wounded, for all we know, perhaps dead. And uh, it, it's, it's my favorite moment just because it is an awesome end to the episode it's a very cool moment i think there's a lot of weight carried behind it but it's also kind of it seems like just a waste of his character <laughs> yeah i totally agree it really does totally it agree. Sucks. and obviously they don't we find out in the next episode spoilers mm-hmm. that this kid this did him in he's dead he's just dead like and great worm is not it's i just wish he he would have i just wish he would have went out better and i don't think that's necessarily game of thrones style 
but I wanted I wanted the payoff. Oh, he deserved yeah, better. Lord Barristan. He 100% he really did. better. It's an interesting choice that they made. Uh, very much not a choice that came from the books. We're starting to see them make choices with... I, I mean, I don't know if he's main character, but B tier for sure. He's got weight to play with with the big boys. Um, and this is not something that happens uh, in the books. This is very much a show decision. Yeah, he was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Uh, and we never got much with him, but yeah, he just had some solid moments throughout. And he was good in this episode. The stories with Rhaegar were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's really started to earn Danny's trust uh, at this point. So it is a bummer to see him go. But it, I, I do think it leads to some good stuff with Daenerys in an otherwise bleh situation that she's in in Marine. So whatever, I suppose. Speaking of diverging from the books, Sansa is back in Winterfell. Yeah. With the Boltons, and Littlefinger is leaving. Super comfortable, right? Everyone's happy there. <laughs> Everyone's happy. <laughs> All is well. Ramsey will never hurt her. He has sworn. He has sworn, yeah. Um, you know, so just even in the last, last episode where just how easily Sansa's convinced that this is a good idea, that putting her with the Boltons, a family that killed her family is the safest place for her. Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. And then we get a and then to top it all off, we get the weird we get another weird, creepy Lord Baelish kiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just feels out of place. It's just like you can almost see in her eyes, like, is this is this in slow motion for you? Like <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> It was weird. I love the other moment. I just I thought was really good that I kind of almost forgot about was uh, Stannis and Shireen talking. Yeah, that was really good. That was I like that maybe, a lot. Maybe the only sweet moment we get from Stannis in the whole series. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it is a it's it's almost out of character, but I think well done. I bought it, and it was a nice moment between yeah. him and and, and Shireen. It's funny, yeah. Jenna. Jenna was watching that this ep. Uh, she's been watching the majority of of this show, uh, both Game of Thrones and Thrones and Scones. Surprisingly, uh, I'm not sure which I'm not sure which one I'm more surprised by. But uh, <laughs> we watched this scene together, and she goes, "Oh, that was nice." And I just like, and just still, I, I think by the time she listens to this Thrones and Scones, we will have watched the Game of Thrones episode. But she just no. she does she's so innocent. She so you're not know. there yet. We're not there yet. No. You have to make sure she watches that with you. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> I don't even want to get into it right now. I don't want to say anything for Jenna. You know, I want to just I want to just leave it be, and uh, know that all, everything's gonna be all right. I think the only thing that we get in this episode that we haven't touched on is Braun and Jamie arrive in Dorne. Yeah. Jamie almost gets done in by a fucking Nobody. weird snake. And uh and then, yeah, they have a they have a fight. A little bit little bit of a fight. Jamie holds his own kind of. <laughs> gets lucky that he catches a sword in a hand that's curled does not make any sense to me, but yeah. okay. Well, I don't I mean even if he was whole, as I think Aria Hota will say in the next episode, um he, how did Jamie probably didn't stand a chance against those guys? Did you see those warriors from Dorne? They had curved swords. <laughs> curved swords. Can anybody name the reference? 
No. No. Mm. It's a it's a very overused NPC line in Skyrim. Really? You see those warriors from Hammerfell? They have curved swords. Curved swords. <laughs> I surprise. I've played Skyrim so much. I don't know. How that I've just been recently replaying up. Skyrim, so I'm surprised I don't know how to that at all either. It's, oh, that's uh, a good game. God dang. Do you guys want to just? Uh, the only thing I was, we should, we should. <laughs> Elder only... Scrolls and Donut Holes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Coming Start, soon. Uh, let's send the, your... name, send the name to our artist. Steven. Yeah, so the only thing about the game at this point that I dislike is that I've played it enough times where I don't really want to play the the dragonborn storyline i'm like i gotta fucking walk up this damn mountain and it takes forever (laughs) (laughs) and it's like you have to do that stuff to really like build the to get the game like get access to the part of the game that you really want and like build right and uh i just wish you could skip that and it's really just (laughs) that one mission where i gotta climb uh, the multiple missions back to back to back that i gotta climb that fucking mountain yep fight that troll yeah dear lord but anyway, a, what a great game though. I mean, what a really, really oh, good game. Oh, excellent. I just For sure. yeah, I just I mean, I know it's so far away, but I really just and want I'm sh- I want I want 6. Yeah. I again, I, Hans and I've said this before. Uh, they could just not do 6 and just create co-op Skyrim. I'd oh, be happy. Me too. Yeah. I think I mean they're 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 they thought they were I don't know. I mean, I think they tried to do it I don't think they tried to do that specifically, but they tried to have like the multiplayer Skyrim with yeah. Elder Scrolls Online, and it's obviously very different. It's an it's an MMO, but I don't. I really just want Skyrim, but let me bring <laughs> a friend in. You know, exactly. I don't want a different game. Yeah, just a friend dropping in and out. But I I also think like um, I like like I Fallout liked, style, right? Yeah, exactly. Fallout, Fallout, like Fallout. does it okay. I'm it pretty sure break like your did, world did you anything? play with the the Last Witcher game, Tony? No, I, yeah. played I haven't played any of the Witcher games. A good chunk of three, and by a good chunk, I mean like ten percent. Yeah, well, you can't go by percentage because that game's freaking massive. <laughs> but yeah, I played. I mean, I probably played like thirty or forty hours, maybe fifty. Yeah, and I still feel like I have not. I've gotten nowhere in that game. And do you feel like the world is just as engaging, or no? Uh probably. I like I like when, <laughs> I, did, I like I did not expect a yes from that. Yeah. I like well it's like I'm trying to remember. Obviously I didn't get confusing. as I didn't get as hooked as Skyrim and I don't necessarily know why cuz I think The Witcher is probably from a technical aspect a superior game. How was the how was the actual battling? Good. The battling, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Skyrim's not that good. Skyrim's like horrible. You know, <laughs> yeah, when you break yeah. it down to what it truly is. Uh, the Witcher is better. The The story, the, si- the side missions are much better, like, for the most part. There's a ton of them, and they're all, like, basically main missions. Um, I don't know. I love, I love Gwent. That shit's very addicting. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. It doesn't, in my mind, uh, from uh, Skyrim, just blew my mind. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't hold a candle to Skyrim. Because uh, you go back to it now, and you're like, oh, this doesn't really look that good. But then you pick it up, and you're like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I want to give The Witcher another chance. I think it's just, I, I like the, 
make my own character aspect of the RPG game. I don't I don't necessarily like to just be a set character. And I understand it's easier to tell a good story when you have a character that's been written mm-hmm. uh, and has background. But um, I don't know, something's lost for me in that. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know if we got much else that happened in this episode. Uh, the We get some brothels being raided. Loris Terrell is arrested. Uh, we do get to see a little juggly action in the form of some King's Landing prostitutes and the top shelf nipples of Melisandre. Did we see penis? No. It was within shadow, but okay. there were definitely naked men on screen. Naked men, okay. Uh, kneeling down and cowering before the faith militant. Sure. As they yell, boy, fucker! <laughs> Beat him. How, how could you forget? They called Tom a bastard. They did. Yeah. They he, did. And he, and, he, and he whimpers and leaves. I loved the... He, again, he's just so pure. Just don't want him to have to deal with these problems. His, all he wants to do is have sex with his wife. Yeah, he's like, mommy. And she's, she's like, my brother's in jail. And he's like, I couldn't save him. And she's like, I'm going to go. And he's like, are you going to come back? <laughs> it's just so sad. It's like, oh, you shouldn't have to be. You should just be having your cats. And uh, let me introduce you to Shireen. Yeah. Much, close, <laughs> much closer to your age. <laughs> you guys can just hold hands as would be appropriate and uh, take, you know, take it from there slowly, but surely. Uh, anyway, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that romance would go up in flames. Who's to say? Who is to say? I think that that'll do it for the thrones, unless you guys got anything more. Oh. No. Hit us with the scones. Jeremy's got the scone today. It is yeah. cranberry. Yeah, cranberry. Rachel Bakes, again, local company. Um, we've had cranberry orange, which was good. I was mm. kind of interested if this was... So it's not a brand scone, but it is similar texture to that. Really, really good. Very happy with it. Now, how has it helped your yeast infection? Uh, well, actually, it's helped my UTI. So, oh yeah, uh, sorry, UTI. Yeah. So, is um, it both or is it just UTI? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I shoved it in my vagina. To see okay. If it would. <laughs> so it actually made it much worse. It made it much worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, you would think that that is atypical for one of us, but hey, you know me. <laughs> I had to make the joke. It was out of order. Are you down with GOT? Yeah, Yeah, you you know know me. me. But for serious, Jeremy, I know you had a lot going on a little while back. How are your downstairs bits? Oh, great, dude. Things are good. (laughs) Things are good. Although I've been uh, running again, and so, like, you know, it's warming up so I can get outside. Every once in a while, you just get, like, this twinge, and it's, (sighs) you know the worst part of getting hit in the balls, right? It's not the pain. It's, like, the nausea. Yeah, that stomach feeling. That stomach feeling? Yeah, no that doubt. every once in a while, and I'm just like... What just if, randomly? Yeah, I'm like, what if this never went away? Like, what if this <laughs> stayed forever? Because I was just making fun of... Before I had the surgery, I was making fun of uh, this person that has chronic pain from the surgery, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, that's impossible. And then I was like, whoa, what if it's not chronic pain? What if it's this chronic nausea? Like, I would... I would go crazy. I would lose my fucking mind if this never yeah, went you, away. You just have to have them take your balls at yeah, that point. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would. I would contact Varus and be like, "What's up, bro? <laughs> give me the give me the works. <laughs> tell me, tell give me, me it's works. worth it. <laughs> Do you know how to make it smooth like a baby's bottom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little a little nip and tuck. Yeah, I'll take the number three. Uh, Ken doll, please. <laughs> <laughs> I brought some examples. Smooth. I want my hand to just glide. They're like, sir, you have to pee. You're like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> just reroute it. Don't tell me where. I want it to be a surprise. Did you if you had to pee out of somewhere, <laughs> somewhere else. I like this question. Yeah. If you had to decide a different place to pee out of, where would it be? It can be anywhere. But it has to be a part of your body. Uh, I think I would just. I think I would. Uh, I think I would have make the obvious choice here. You just go the butthole. The butt, right? Yeah. The only thing you're limited to having to sit down and pee for the rest of your life. It's true. But honestly, it's not that bad, right? It's like it's kind of relaxing. You can just kind of sit there and, you know. And unpopular opinion. <laughs> I do that anyway. Yeah. 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 That's not. I, I mean, yeah. It's my moment, you know. I'm gonna take the time. I'm gonna enjoy my bathroom. I'm just gonna sit down. It's I've I work hard. <laughs> just let me have this. It just seems so unclean to me. Unclean? Sitting down to pee. Yeah. Why? You would, no. I mean, it's like toilets are like bathrooms are disgusting. People don't. Yeah. I don't know. Your own bathroom. Oh no! I'm just talking about my like. I'm talking about like public bathrooms. Like that's mm. yeah. <laughs> don't you walk in, Tony's sitting, Tony's sure. sitting on the urinal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's now actually, if there is a urinal, I'm all for using the urinal. But if sure. it's just the toilet, I'm just gonna sit on it. Yeah, even in a public bathroom, huh? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. You put the toilet paper down on the, on the seat. You do the whole thing. No, no, I don't. I actually just, I just put my hands on it, and then I just, I, I just do an ab exercise the whole time and lift my body up, and just allow it to happen. And then you, and then you just spit on the toilet seat. <laughs> Precisely. Oh. But here's it's it's smart because I have this thing of like if someone's gonna come into the bathroom stall. And, and cause you harm, <laughs> and you're turned around. The damage they could do is irreparable. But if you're sitting down, they think you're pooping. They think that you're not going to be ready. Little did they know, I am so fucking ready. <laughs> Tony's to be assaulted already, in the back. Tony's scoping people out as he's going in the bathroom. Tony's, ar- Tony's already uh, crafted the shank. <laughs> exactly, exactly. While he was sitting there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they're not going to be prepared for that. And then I'm going to defend myself, and then it's going to end up being an off-duty cop, and I'm going to go to prison for a crime I didn't commit. I just, I just like the idea that when Tony's in public, every, like, every second through his mind is just plotting these, these self-defense murders. <laughs> I mean, you joke, but... It used to be a large part of my mental energy. <laughs> and it's not murder. It's so if they swung at me with a medieval-style flail, how would I deflect that kinetic energy back into their sternum to best disarm them? That's fair. 
It's a it's something you have to think. So about. let me just t- let's just g- give me a just a quick, you know, off the cuff reaction. You're in this bathroom. You're sitting down. You're mid. You're midstream. Uh, someone walks in. You hear the footsteps. They're kind of creeping toward you slowly, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you just you see the boots stop at your stall. Sure. And pivot towards you. And pivot. So the first thing that you do, obviously, well, it depends. Am, what am I wearing? Am I in skinny jeans or regular jeans? Just I will say regular jeans. Okay. So what you first do is you pop your the your <laughs> heels out of your shoes and into the little hem part of your jean so that it still looks like you're wearing your shoes, but then when they come in, you can easily step out of your jeans. What you're going to do is you're going to roll forward. That way you have presented the naked half of your body to this man who is not prepared for it. Uh, and then you just basically go one, two, right to the dick. And okay. then you come up with the knee to the nose. You always got to go for the nose. It's going to make them tear up whether they want to or not. Yeah. It's just instinctual. They're going to start tearing up. <laughs> and then at this point, I can gauge my situation. Is, are they armed? What's happening? <laughs> So let me ask you this: When you're sitting down peeing, and yeah. and someone walks into the bathroom, are your are your heels instantly out of your shoes? <laughs> Do you want the real answer, or the one that's going to make me sound like a normal human being? <laughs> I want the real answer. The thoughts there. <laughs> uh, we laugh, but. Tony's going to outlive us all. <laughs> <laughs>